And I'm Peter Jacob. Okay, uh, Rachel, should I tell you what made me think of this topic? Yeah. Okay, so I realize that it's very uh, important to speak about COVID in these days, but also to speak about the um, huge uh, protests we've seen uh, as part of the Black Lives Matter um, movement after the terrible um, killing, murder um, that we witnessed. And it struck me that in COVID-19, many, many people are coping a lot. And in the Black Lives Matter movement, suddenly people shifted into a different gear, into the gear of resistance. And there was a tension between those two. You know, some people are saying, oh, it's dangerous, you know, because there's no social distancing. Um, but that somehow it's just so important. It's so urgent. So I just got interested in, in this tension between coping and acts of resistance, as it were, and um, the way we see that in work with NVR, with families, with schools, with you know other groups of people. Um, this is really why I wanted to chat about that today. I wonder uh, why did why did this topic appeal to you? Okay. So so if we say there's a difference between coping and acts of resistance. I guess that would also imply there's a different mindset. You know that people move between these two different mindsets. Um I wonder what a coping mindset is about.
Right. So the the isolation is the result of people not being able to come around physically. One of the one of the factors. Um, I'm not sure whether you used the word just coping, as if it was uh, something less than resisting. Um, you know, there are a lot of images hanging in there, hanging on. You know, when, when we speak of hanging on, I always imagine that you're in the water hanging on to the boat, hoping not to drift away. Um, surviving. It, it, it implies to me something about day-to-day um, -day or even hour-to-hour, -hour, moving on from hour-to-hour. -hour. How do I get through the next hour? How do I get through this afternoon? How do I get through today? How will I get through tomorrow? But that's about it. So the time frame when you're coping seems to be very narrow. Whereas when we were thinking in terms of nonviolent resistance, we're, we've got a much larger time frame. We're looking at where do we want to go? What, you know, parents have made an announcement. What has got to change in this family? What are we going to struggle for over the next weeks, months, sometimes even years? So that seems to me to be um, a, a real difference. And I'm just thinking then sometimes people see themselves as being in a struggle, but then they get detracted because it's so difficult. It's so tough. They, they are under so much pressure and so much strain, and there are such difficult feelings that come up as a result of that, that maybe they shift in mindset out of looking at the long-term struggle into the immediate survival, as it were. Hmm. So when I'm in a coping mindset, uh, I'm much more fo I'm much more reactive. I'm less focused on my longer term aims. I'm less strategic. Can we say that? Yeah. And you use the word purposeful. So my actions are not as purposeful in regard to what I want to achieve in the longer term. The actions, the re, they're more reactions and they're more immediate.
Yeah. But wouldn't wouldn't she say, well, what do you expect? What do you expect at this moment in time? I have so much to deal with. There's so much going on. He's not going to school. Uh, he's not seeing his friends. His anger is just there all the time and so forth and so on. Wouldn't she? Wouldn't she say that? Is it? Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. So her, her psychological state changed during that conversation. I was just reminded uh, of something that a solution-focused therapist once said, and that was when you need resources the most, you're not aware of them. So at those points, when things are particularly difficult, the, the, the purpose of therapy is to help you get in touch with those resources, which you're perhaps more aware of when it's not so difficult. And that's what you seem to have done in that session. So you seem to have helped her uh, get in touch with the resources at this moment in time when she needs them even more than, than at other times.
I'm just curious, Rachel, what changed in you at that moment? Yeah, and when she said those things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there was something celebratory response. And it sounds like you felt more connected with her at that moment. Yeah. And, and the strength was not spoken about in terms of any particular act of resistance that she's just carried out or that she's going to carry out in the near future, it was simply by reminiscing, I guess, if that's the right word, by remembering uh, such, such times and such moments. I was just thinking about whether it might be helpful to look at different meanings of coping, whether we could look at coping as a mere hanging in there. Or I'm thinking of what uh, Haim Omer has called a tactical retreat. <laughs> so, though I'm, I'm not sure about the warlike language <laughs> that, but I, I was just thinking, so maybe whilst someone is in a phase of coping, such as right now, maybe a shift primarily can be in the meaning that uh, a parent attributes to that coping. So if, if they feel I'm just coping, I'm, I'm worn out, I'm, you know, and, and my, my child has been so difficult and, and uh, my, my supporters can't go come round and, and I, I sort of lose sight of my longer term goals and where I want to go, that would perhaps be one kind of meaning of coping. But another kind of meaning of coping might be, well, I do pretty much the same things, but I'm aware that these are extraordinary circumstances. My energy is limited. Um, I will get back to what I'm aiming to achieve when things get a little bit easier. But I'll also tap into some of those resources that I still have. Yeah. 
So positive coping would mean a, a number of things, wouldn't it? It would mean I don't lose sight or at least I get back in touch with the bigger picture. Um, I'm aware of the fact that I can't right now do everything I want to do, but I will. I will do that when things get a little easier. Um, and also something that came in is that you mentioned humor. Um, I can laugh about some of the things that are going on right now. All that is part of, of positive coping, if we call it that, as, as you've said. I'm wondering about the humor. Where did humor come from? What is it about? What is it about? Yeah, I, I like that. They're, they're sort of able to laugh about the absurdity of life as sometimes plays out. And I guess it makes me think that, and, and they're not so despondent. So we, we mustn't lose sight of the fact when, you know, when we, uh, when we look at the humor and, uh, and those moments, those lighter moments, that it is overall still very difficult. We need to appreciate both sides of the parent's experience. Yet my sense is that when parents are coping, for us as NVR practitioners, it may be that our job is not so much yet to invite them into developing further acts of resistance, but in extraordinary circumstances, our job might initially be to help them moving from what you've identified as negative coping into positive coping in the first instance. Okay. Bye.